0: This episode of Make Your Pitch is brought to you by BET. BET is a digital advisor in key areas of your business, such as financial management, leadership, developing your strategies, understanding your customer, and understanding risk management. But most of all, understanding yourself as the entrepreneur. So if you would like an in-depth platform that shows you in-depth about your business and your business success, go to BET in the show notes of this episode. This is Make Your Pitch. I'm Christopher Knight. And I am Ellen J. Harris. Together we chat with entrepreneurs with great ideas looking for investors to back their vision. We want to be
1: sure investors are there as well as to find the next big hit.
0: So let's get started. Today, we're having a very unique uh, episode for all of you that uh, are our faithful followers of Make Your Pitch. Those of you who would like to be on the Make Your Pitch podcast have to understand that there are certain ways, certain things that you need to do in order to make the strongest presentation to our investors. Now, they want to know, uh, they they don't want to hear an hour and a half's dialogue, they want it boiled down into a brief synopsis on some very specific things. And uh, of course, I'm Christopher Knight here with my co-host, Ellen J. Harris. Hello, Ellen. Hello, Christopher. Are you ready to get uh, rolling on this little uh, train ride we're about to take? (laughs) <laughs> yes, as long as the tracks are straight. <laughs> oh, you, know, there's, you know, there's always a curve in these tracks, that's for sure. Uh, you can't have a startup business and not have several curves in, in, the, uh, in the way. And a few tunnels where it gets really dark at times, too. Uh, so uh, we have a, listed 11 different things that we think are important. And actually, should you desire to become a part of the program, of course, you need to go to our website fill out a questionnaire that's on their website and the website is what makeyourpitch.com make-your-pitch.com and so you go there you can fill out a questionnaire Uh, we will get back with you and set up a time to uh, visit with you and if we feel like that you've got what it takes then we're going to send off this question this uh, particular list that you're going to need to go through and prepare for your presentation. Ellen, what uh, what brought us to put this list together anyway?
1: Well, we watched some of the um, appearances by startups, and we would ask them the questions, and they were really struggling. And I was thinking, it doesn't have to be that hard. And you were thinking, they've got to get better at this. So we devised this list of the important questions that must be answered in the 20 minutes they have to make their pitch. So that's how this came about. I think it's a good uh, framework for startups to follow.
0: Well, go ahead. Uh, What's what's the first question on on our list today? Okay, first question is, what is the
1: product or service? Now, some companies don't have products or services, but they have concepts, they have ideas. And they really want to track or, or see, they want to float the idea to see if it generates any traction. So I'm working with a water company, um, but these, these people do exotic water, water from around the world that picks up the minerals and the flavor of uh, the water. And so they want to float that idea to see if it will gain traction, in the U.S. market
0: that's an unusual one right there, but what problem does it solve? That's question number two on our list. That's the question. Does it
1: solve a problem? And that's the question that I ask. Um, you know, we've got lots of water. we got tap water and
0: <laughs> ocean <Yeah>.
1: water, <laughs> lake water. So what problem do you and, solve? And 40
0: different kinds of bottled water you can find at the grocery store. <laughs> it's
1: true. It's true. But what they're, they're doing is combining it with some other things like beverages, uh, a bit of alcohol, or maybe uh, some other kind of beverage, like juices and things, and they want to create an exceptional experience around the water, so that you come and you don't, you can have a meal, but it's not a big plate, it's like little plates of appetizers, and so you take a little appetizer, you swallow it down, and drink a bit of exotic water behind it, and uh, that's your exceptional experience.
0: Well- <laughs> you know <laughs> and well this this could get crazy here because again we're talking about water for gosh sakes you know that's uh i understand the purifying it and so forth but uh you know uh i remember uh some of the first bottle of water that came out what was, what was that one in the green bottle that everybody uh bought all the time and thought Perrier. it was a, what, what was it terrier Perrier. Yeah. Everybody thought that was a cool thing to do. You have to have right. a bottle of green Perrier sitting on the table and you thought <laughs> you were a cool dude right then. But uh, when you start getting the water, why would a customer buy water like you're talking about? That's well, question number three. Yeah. And that's my question, you know, and where have you
1: done a proof of concept and who have you tested it on? And do you have a test market and what are people saying? And are you getting any feedback? did you catch their email addresses so you can stay in touch with them so yeah solving a problem even with a concept company is a really important element to making your pitch
0: well solving the problem but <laughs> will a customer buy it you can solve all kinds of problems but if they won't buy it it's worthless to start with so so just don't fall in love guys come on you know get get serious here yeah, you've got a great idea, but nobody's going to buy it. It's not a great idea. So you've got to do some of your own research and find out what else is out there. And what are you competing with? And is anybody buying that one? And a lot of people say, well, my product's so unique that anybody will buy it. It is so great that the world is crying to have it in their hands. Uh, <laughs> really? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, i'm going to be the next multimillionaire because it's going to take off like a skyrocket you know i i truly hope it does and that's the reason we're here is to expose you and allow you to have the chance to do that but you have to remain seriously focused on will the customer buy the product without sales nothing happens and as we go on to then it's, it's very important. If, if I'm a bottled water company, then uh, I've got to have all kinds of people in the group. It can't just be, it's gotta be somebody who understands water and how, you know, how to put it together, the formulas, uh, and somebody who understands the marketing in some way or distribution. Uh, uh, how important it is it to have a good management team? That's, that's a uh, question number four. Well, I got to tell you, you said an important
1: word earlier, and that is research. You've got to do the research. And even after the research, you've got to do some test cases, test marketing, see what people say. And um, do you have a management team? You cannot build these startups by yourself. You definitely need a team, but you need teams with multiple skills, finance, research and development you need an operations person you need oh my goodness uh, even some a marketing person you need to have a team that brings diverse ideas because without that you don't have a product a, a, a service or a business for that matter
0: well along with that too you've got to you got to have uh, other people that are on your team sort of that support you and so forth but uh, we call it an advisory board. You have to have it. Uh, you need to put together. I'd say you have to have. No, you know, you could do all this. As, as a lot of people think in startups. I can do it all myself. And as I get money, I can add these people, and add these people, and add these people. But believe it or not, uh, getting it not, an advisory board is, uh, is, is not that difficult if people believe in what you're doing. So why is an advisory board important? The
1: advisory board is like having a mastermind dedicated to you and your success. And people think, well, if I have an advisory board, I have to pay them. No, you don't. You tell them what the concept is, what your vision for this product and this company is. And based on how you describe it, people will decide or feel that they wanna be part of a groundbreaking opportunity. And so if you present it as a groundbreaking opportunity, case in point, that's what Twitter did. Uh, The group that started Twitter, they presented a groundbreaking opportunity. Here's a way to microblog and talk to all your friends, all your family, all your colleagues, and people like that because at the time they couldn't do that. And now look at Twitter. It's a, what, multi-million dollar company. So don't be afraid to uh, talk about the idea in a way that inspires
0: people to want to participate. I don't know how inspired I can be about another bottle of water, but uh, uh, how did, if I had a bottle of water, bottle of water company, that sounds really strange, right? If I had a bottle of water company, then, uh, you know, you ask how, how's the company going to generate money? and Of course, you say, well, it's just going to sell bottles of water. Well, is that really all you have to think about when you, when you ask the question, how's the company going to generate money? There's more things to think about. it's
1: all in the presentation okay because if you're just saying well i'm doing bottled water well no big deal there but if you say we're offering people a chance to refresh their palate so that they have a clean uh taste at the back of their tongue that gives them a sense of being refreshed and rejuvenated and reimagined in their water drinking. So water just doesn't have to be bland. It can be healthy, it can be exciting, and it can be delicious. Now, I can see your face. You're saying, now, how is it gonna be all of that? Well, that's that's
0: that's the challenge it, for the... It, Does it have a screw off top or does it have a pop off top? That's that's That's, <laughs> that's right. right, that's right. It, it it's a screw off.
1: Actually, it doesn't have a top at all because it is poured from. It's filled from a uh, barrel uh, that's uh, unique. Has a unique filler inside so that the water doesn't lose its taste and doesn't lose its vibrancy. And and the volume of the water is is immediately. <laughs> excuse me. Immediately,
0: something that you say, oh wow, I want another sip. Okay, so there's there's some unique uh, selling points, of course, that uh, a product or service needs to have, because you need, uh, I call it, you have to have a, a market disrupting type product or service. And I say it all the time, uh, Ellen sometimes says, my goodness, I know what he's gonna say next. Uh, but it, it is so true because when you get into the companies that have done it, and I, I mention often uh, Uber, for example, uh, when they came into the marketplace, they were total, total disruptors. Uh, they, they just took over. Didn't, yeah, they, they, right now, they've taken over pretty much the areas of the taxi business. There are very few taxi you know companies, actually, that are doing quite well. There are, probably, there are still some in various cities, of course. I don't mean Uber controls everything. Of course, they've got competition, like Lyft and a couple of others that are in the same business but they disrupted the market enough that it made them move rapidly to um, uh, generate revenue and generate uh, expansion in the program. So look at uh, and find it, ask yourself, is your product or service a market disruptor? Because that is going to help you a great deal to do just what I said, distribution and profit. Uh, How does it... uh, that uh it easy for uber to get traction but our next question really is uh, what kind of traction does your company have right now the investor wants to know and in that area what's the investor really want to know that, that there's a there's a hidden agenda behind that question that uh, what traction does your company have i know that we will get to that but before we do well, let's hear from our sponsor for today's episode. This episode of Make Your Pitch is brought to you by BET. As a business owner, have you ever asked, uh, how is my business ensuring profitability and sustainability? Uh, Or does my business drive its growth and agenda through a defined strategy? Maybe also, is there a performance management system in place? If you hesitated to answer any of these questions, you need to take a look at the business enabling toolbox BET to find out more about BET, check the show notes of this episode. What do you think the hidden agenda is? Oh,
1: have you been able to prove the concept of this business idea that you have? Do you have people who are asking for it? um, Questioning what does it do and how does it serve and how will it help me? How are you able to answer those questions? And, The biggest way to get people to come and you gain traction is to give them some samples people love samples. They like to try things. It's almost like the touchy feely kind of concept where if it's it's something to eat, you want to give them not one piece, maybe three pieces so that they can really have an experience. And I think of that with candy, okay, because I like candy and still to this day, and I want more than one piece. And so you want to give people the opportunity to sample and talk about whatever it is that you're offering. And even with your software and your other products, stationary products that you can't eat, but still you want to give them a sense of they can try it and discuss it and make suggestions and tell you whether or not it's of interest to them. And a lot don't, be surprised that a lot of people are not familiar with what it is that you have. Uh, Some people may be, but majority are not. And those are the people, if you can convince them, now you have uh, proof of concept and you can begin to gain traction. Best way to build your traction is to ask for the email address. A lot of people meet people and, oh, yes, nice to meet you and bye. And they don't have a way to stay in contact with them. You simply ask permission. Can Would you mind if I stayed in touch with you so you can follow my progress and how this company is building? And as we develop things, we'd like for you to be our founding member. People like that. So yeah. be creative and try those things with people and see what happens. See if you can't build this attraction.
0: We well, talked about water and candy, which is fine. Now you're making me hungry today, but Uh, I think that the other thing we have to understand is many of the people that will be on Make Your Pitch will be uh, service oriented or software oriented as well. And the same thing goes, I don't care if it's a piece of candy or or, uh, a bottle or a barrel of water, uh, it still stays the same. People have to be, uh, the investor wants to know if people have tried it, do they like it? it, does it have a track record of any kind and the next question they want to know too is how much money have you generated in the last 12 months if you don't now, have it past the prototype side and you haven't put it out there they're they're going to ask you right away how much money have you generated uh, and with the way to answer that and you want, want to be very specific
1: we did a market test with our product with a thousand people or 500 people or 250 people. And we got uh, feedback. And based on the feedback, we were able to modify the product such that we were able to define a price point of, and you say whatever the number is, based on whatever it is you're selling. And so what a piece of candy, what is that 10 cents, 12 cents, but you're using exotic uh, chocolate, let's say, and you're using exotic uh, spices, let's say that. So you go from 10 cents to $1.25. Okay. And if you add a little bit of something extra, like maybe a picture of a flower or, or so, <laughs> something else on it, you really increase your price you at $2 a piece. Okay. So you have to be creative and don't be afraid to put the number out there, whatever it is, but it has to be reasonable, a reasonable number. You can't say 25 or $30 without doing some testing and see what the market responses are.
0: And again, that irregardless of what it is, what type of product it is, um, same thing. If you are developing a a market disrupting application for the phone or a, uh, a software that will help generate more revenue at less cost for certain types of industry Uh, all of these things go right there but you have to have it out there and you almost always have to be making a little bit of money from it so that the investor knows that you are not only serious but you have a good handle on how to promote and develop your particular product and that brings us to the fact that they also will want to hear you say, how much money do you need? What are you looking for? What are you asking for?
1: Now, here's where what I call strategic research comes into play. Uh, You look at your product and you see where, what industry... Are you in? Uh, who are your near competitors? Uh, who are the people who are doing what you're doing, or maybe they're not doing it at all? Frankly, you don't want to be in a market where you are the only player because now you have nothing to gauge yourself by. You have nothing to compare yourself to. So if you're doing water, you mentioned, we mentioned Perrier, and then there's other bottled water, Evian and all of these uh, varieties of waters. So what are their price points? And what makes them different and unique? And why did they last in the market so long? And what industry can you impact in parallel to what you're doing? Those are the kinds of Uh, statistics and details that an investor would be interested in because now that gives them a sense of the comparative process. And they can also say, that's not going to fly. That's not going to work. Or they will say something that sounds like, you know, that's very unique and your style and your approach is different. Let's talk more about it. Let's find out what we can do to guide you they won't say invest in you, but they will say guide you. You have to be a true uh, showstopper, disruptor in order for them to say, uh, this is what we will invest. They want to do some
0: research and you want to have the, you want a spreadsheet for them. <laughs> but yeah, you still have to you have to say it out loud. You know, yes, I want five hundred thousand or I need a million and a half. Yes, And then you. Uh, Of course, they're going to want to know, what are you going to use it for? Exactly. Exactly. And you need to have that at your fingertips. You need to have
1: the spreadsheet that you have answered those questions. If we get uh, half a million, quarter of a million dollars, what are we investing in? Are we hiring anybody? Do we need additional supplies? Is there an office space? Can we rent a room? There's the virtual office space. And how far will we extend with that? Now, if you have the virtual office space, that's fine. But how are your customers going to get to you? How are they going to find you? Do you have a dedicated phone line? Are you going to have the pieces in place that the, that the, a uh, customer go to want, um, you're gonna, you are got to be creative. It's, it's a matter of being creative to bring the people in with the wallet to spend on your product, whatever it is, and your I, service.
0: And I hear this quite often, too. The uh, investor is going to say, well, uh, as you mentioned, how do the people uh, find you or whatever? They're going to want to know uh, what, uh, what kind of marketing plans have you developed? And of this money I may or may not give you, how much of that's gonna be spent on marketing so the product can gain exposure? So that's another question that's gonna come at you. You gotta be ready for. And and also you gotta be ready for this. Okay, I may give you $500,000 as an investment. Uh, How much equity would I be able to gain in your company if I gave you $500,000? Now, you have to be ready for that question. It's not an easy one because we all know we'd like to keep 100%. But if you're going after money, you've got to plan on uh, percentages. Uh, You may may need to uh, have three different uh, funding rounds, so to speak. And you can't give everybody 10% if you're going to have four or five funding rounds because you've got to remain the 51% partner period. I don't care what happens. You have to do that it's it's critical to your survival in my yeah. opinion but yes. what, have you seen some examples that, that that people have been hurt over that yes because they
1: undervalue <laughs> They undervalue themselves, the business, the people that they have to hire, the work that needs to be done, the, the, the production elements that are required to get the business off the ground. And they don't factor those things in and they give a small percentage, like 3%, 5%. That not take you from here to the to the corner grocery. Uh, you, you really have to uh, think in terms of Uh, longevity. So $500,000, people say, oh, that's a lot of money. But when you break it into quarterly increments, the quarter for a year, that's three months, how are you going to spend a percentage of that money in three months? And how much are you going to put in uh, escrow or in a savings so that you have a cushion for the unexpected? So you really require sound money management which a financial person on your team can help you with, or at least it's a person that can be on the team so that when you have your meetings, that person can brainstorm through and create different scenarios. What happens if, what do we do when? And that's the kind of uh, sound input that you need that the investor will be convinced that you and your team know how to begin a business because technically you're beginning.
0: You know, an old old mentor of mine once uh, said uh, when you're starting to develop a new product, you do the best you can to calculate all the expenses uh, from top to bottom, from the production to uh, the housing to the warehousing to the shipping to the, any kind of logistics, you do the very best you can. Then you double that, and then you multiply it times five, and you will be pretty close to the real truth of how much it's going to cost to do it. And I often just shook my head, but having run into it, he was he was dead right. You always underestimate what you're going to have to absolutely have to make it work. So be very careful. When you start asking investors for money, make sure you know exactly what it's going to be used for. Very specific. Now, how does the investor make a return off of his investment? Is (laughs) it, you're just gonna pay him back, you know, out of uh, over the next five years, like you do a a loan at the bank or you got uh, some other plans or, uh, you know, you've got to treat it differently than a bank loan, that's for sure. Indeed, indeed. And it's not like uh, balancing your
1: checkbook. What you want to do is you want to factor those percentages into the plan that you build. Ideally, if you've done your work really well, you can create a one sheet, which shows exactly what it is you're going to spend the money on, <laughs> okay? Um, Factor in the equity that you're going to pay back to the investor and how much and for what duration. Uh, Is it a year, three years, five years? Three years, three to five years is a good baseline for an investor to see how you think in the long term. And if you do that well, it inspires their confidence and trust in you as the leader of this startup. To be able to manage your resources and finances um, with dexterity. And what does dexterity mean? Just like you said, you've accounted for all of those expenses and you have adjusted your pricing on your product and services in such a way that you will not run into cash flow challenges, like negative cash flow, which means you don't have a dime.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's- we uh, and we know that does not help the creative spirit whatsoever. I think, in, uh really, one of the the last things just touch on here for us today. And and I've I've had I've had a lot of fun today. This is a, this is a good conversation for anyone who's serious about what they're doing. Uh, but the one thing that we have seen from the folks that and we always do a pre-podcast interview with everyone before they come on. And so we ask them a lot of questions, just like we're going over right here. The types of questions that we ask you are the same ones the investors want to know. But the thing that we have noticed is the majority of our, our folks who have interviewed from us do not know their numbers. They, don't, they hardly know how much in the bank right now. And that may be the only thing they're tracking. Uh, maybe they don't remember that they spent uh, uh, $500 two weeks ago on this special item that was needed, or they have to uh, spend another thousand dollars in uh, three weeks on something else. They simply could not break it down. And that, that's a killer for an investor. He, he is not gonna put up with a company which is not in tune with where they are uh, with their money in every area. Uh, they're planning what's on hand now, what has been spent in the past and all of those things have to be in excellent order. Uh, don't come in with a uh, shoebox full of receipts and say, well, here's what we've been doing over the last three months. That's just not gonna cut it. And no. that's how a lot of you handle it. And I can guarantee you, I'm talking to, I'm talking to you out there right now. You handle it by receipts, stick it in the box, and okay, we'll take care of it later. It ne- later never comes. So no. therein, you need to be very, very careful if you want an investment.
1: You can find uh, financial app software on your phone. Uh, go to Google Play or, or someplace where they do financial apps and just make a note of every dime you spend, every dollar, every investment, so that you're able to track your expenses. And you can't, you can't generate profit if you don't know what your costs and your expenses really are. So it's imperative that you know your numbers if you want an investor.
0: Ellen, it's been a pleasure today. And uh, I hope uh, we have helped folks think more in depth about what they need to do in order to gain, uh, get a little closer to that dream and developing that product. So I thank you all for joining us today on Make Your Pitch. And always remember to what, Ellen? Oh. um, Make your pitch. (laughs) Okay. see i caught her off guard today she's she wasn't quite ready for that all right all of you i hope you all see you on our next episode uh this is episode number four and we hope you'll keep tracking along with us as we introduce you to experts and folks who are presenting their pitch to us bye for now if you enjoyed today's episode of make your pitch go smash the subscription button, and if you want, leave us a five-star review. If you think you have what it takes to
1: be on one of our episodes, contact us by going to the show notes to learn how.
0: But most of all, be with us again next week for another episode of Make Your Pitch.